Dot, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Motherfucker, they're everywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Film Find, the greatest movie podcast ever. I'm your host, Adam Porches, and I'm joined as always by Matt Smith. We're here to uh, have a discussion about civil disputes. Sometimes and you have... And unrest. Civil yeah. unrest, even. You know, the... In many forms. Yeah, and there was no V involved. It was weird. Because no. usually when you have those kind of civil sort of cases, you know, you have to have a... There's a V usually somewhere in there, but... yeah. I... I've lost the yes. trail. I don't know. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about Captain America's Civil War. Have you heard of it? It's a movie. It made a lot uh-huh. of money. And then we're going to talk about the the downfall of civil society in High Rise. It's a it's a weird caper, kids. It's not a caper, but that's that's the first I word that just came out of my I mouth. Guess. I guess I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I'm just uh, like the worst thing. I'm just like, is that what that is? I don't know that that's what all that I is. know is that if you catch everything that actually happens on just a plot basis in the last 30 minutes of High Rise, I'll fucking buy you a cookie. <laughs> I'll buy the you first two. pass through. I'll buy you two cookies. I mean, ugh. I'm not saying it's not bad. I'm saying a lot of shit happens, and it's a very, very vague about it. And we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be vague too. No, um, <laughs> just you watch. Disney has paid me to talk very well about High Rise, and they have nothing to do with that movie. Uh, they just don't want us to mention BBS anymore. Please don't. We we prefer that you just stop it. All right, fine. Did you see that uh, this week? Uh, there's a petition. On change.org. Well, wait a minute, that, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on. You say. <laughs> that that, uh, that, that uh, idiots are asking that um, the government stop Disney from paying film critics to give <laughs> bad reviews to DC movies. Holy crap. I Now, you know me. Mm-hmm. I am a conspiracy nut for a pretty long shot. Yeah. Even I go, really? <laughs> really? Well, I think uh, you're just like an insane person if that's what you believe. <laughs> Not only that, it's just like, it's, but it's literally them paying. Yes. That's yeah, the, like... Pay- Not paying for good reviews. Paying to give DC movies bad reviews. I mean, these are people like most of these. I would, I would bet you, of of the top critics uh, for like say Rotten Tomatoes, because that's the old metric with which we go yeah. by. Uh, top critics, I would guarantee you, every one of those critics has years upon years of experience in reviewing films. Just because your film sucked balls mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you know, and they didn't like it doesn't doesn't mean like somebody's bought them off. I mean, they've got a pedigree of doing shit, you know. Yeah, well, uh, it's not like they went down and just be like, "Hey, by the way, like, I didn't think that BBS was particularly good. I didn't hate it like a lot of people. Yes, but uh, if somebody wants to pay me to hate it, I will swing a little further 
if someone Fair wants enough. to give me some money. Fair enough. I like, like I, I can be bought. I have no scruples uh, when it comes to DC superhero movies. If that's the one thing that you want me to talk shit about, <laughs> and it doesn't affect my opinion in any other way, I'll do it. And I am a huge Batman fan. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Disney? <laughs> Send me some of that fucking Mickey Mouse dollars, all right? <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> the funny thing is, is I, I picture for some weird reason we decide, hey, this is the first time we do a video podcast. <laughs> <laughs> There's this picture of me just going, eh, that's no good. <laughs> oh, terrible. my God. Um, but yeah. should have done a video podcast just in response to that story, and that could have been something to give the HMP uh Patreon subscribers you know, over there. We, we, like, we, a, like a video on YouTube of us like like fanning ourselves with cash, <laughs> talking shit about uh, Batman versus Superman. Turns and how out. <laughs> <laughs> just like there's like there's bits of cash that are coming out of my like like my chest pocket. Just everywhere we have like inner collars. They we made it into a collar. It's almost like an ascot. <laughs> Maybe we should do that anyway. That'd be a good viral video, and then we can link to the petition, right? <laughs> <laughs> Look at these motherfuckers! God damn it! Every fucking time. Uh. <laughs> Anyway, goddamn Disney. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not like they've put in uh, <laughs> like fucking eight years worth of earned, uh, like hard earned work into these movies being any good. Yeah, it's just Instead like of trying to bro. rush everything into one fucking movie all at once with no backstory or investment based entirely <sighs> on a movie, by the way, Man of Steel, that most people hated and didn't <laughs> want a sequel to. No. This much so, is very true. So it's not like they did that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Think about it. <laughs> oh my god. All right. So uh we got a, quite a quite a good show, I think. Okay. I mean, we, you've already talked extensively about Captain America over on HMP. A wee bit. Um so so we'll probably uh we'll do that one first and then do High Rise as our feature. Mm -hmm. Uh a little bit in advance. It's out on iTunes now. But it opens in theaters this coming week. So if you're listening uh, before Friday the 13th, you can go and see it based on our review or not based on our review. Or go see it and completely ignore us, which I'm certain most of you do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And I'm just sitting here thinking like Bob Seger <laughs> playing on the iTunes. <laughs> That's no, he's horrible. Not. No one who no one who really <laughs> loves Bob Seger ever does anything with him on iTunes. Um I I, I have I this is gonna sound very strange and like I'm making something up for a joke, but I have absolute truth in knowing that that, that is a statement that is hundred percent true of someone who I know is a hardcore Bob Seger fan. So you're not wrong. Is it your dad? No, God no. <laughs> Oh, really? My parents gave me good musical tastes. I mean, look, I'm not down on Bob Seger. I'm just saying people who really give a shit about Bob Seger, they ain't doing shit on iTunes. That's, no, you're right. You're right. It's They got the cassette tapes. <laughs> <laughs> and their truck still plays them just fine. Yeah, it's, you, it's in fact, it's stuck in their pickup truck. I've got the little Dolby no noise like, reduction, right. which really helps me out. It makes me, you know, <laughs> I feel better. I'm like, thank Christ. That this isn't fucking little bit of air room in there. I don't need that. I don't need yep. that in my life. No, yeah, you just need your eight track to play your fucking Bob Seger records. 
playing it on the iTunes. <laughs> it's going to be in my head all fucking. Oh, my God. I am useless. Well, uh, let's start out with a little bit of what you've been watching. You want to you do that? Yeah, um, I don't. I haven't had a lot lately because I have been kind of running ragged back and forth. Um, I started my four a.m. kind of wake up Ooh. to go to the gym again. Gross. Oh, it is. I uh, mean, six a.m. is killer for me, but four a.m. is Jesus Christ. Well, see, I got to be at work at like seven thirty. I know so, you got that early shit. You know, I got the early shit, so like, you know, I'll, I'll go like four. Well, I end up there about four thirty, and then it's like. Um, then I'm out of there by about, you know, 530, 545, maybe even six. And then it's back to the house and all that shit. And so it's just, and then when you get home, you're like, what, where am I? Who am I? What's going on again? <clears throat> Gone. Hmm? Uh, so I haven't watched a lot, frankly. Um, I caught like, uh, yeah, I'm not going to give a review of it per se because it is what it is, but I caught like two, um, what's the, what's the John Oliver name show again last week? Last week tonight. Last week tonight. That's what I like. I'm like. I know the last week is part of it. I'm like, what's the second half? Uh, yeah. So I watched a couple episodes of that. Uh, Silicon Valley is still going strong. Still uh, quite the hilarious show. Um, I'm not a Game of Thrones fan, so I don't really. I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I don't um, but yeah. So I, I was told this week by Entertainment Weekly that Jon <laughs> Snow is alive, even though I've not seen the show. Yeah. Uh, in the past two seasons. I've been spoiled. Oh, so. you've been. We've been spoiled a long time. I mean, like, I, I also don't give a shit. Oh, I but, don't. I don't really. But also, either. like, maybe that shouldn't be the cover story of Entertainment Weekly. The week that it happens. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Holy fuck. Okay. Yeah, that's a bit much. Come on, people. Didn't we like, used to have like popes and shit on these magazines? It was revealed last week. Uh, like, what was that? The first, second, or third of May. I don't know, whatever last fucking Sunday was, right? Sure. And then uh, this week's episode, anyway, uh, was was after that revelation had happened. And this week's cover of Entertainment Weekly is Jon Snow is alive. Behind the top secret plot. Matt, you need to understand something. I know they got to sell no, magazines. No, 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 no. It goes beyond that. But I shouldn't have it in front of my face in a fucking newsstand. You got here, here's what, and you and you should know this of all people. Huh? They're just they're John Snow is atheist Jesus. Uh, dude, I know they killed him. Can, can, have came, you seen his abs? He came back later, four 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 episodes later, he came back and it was alive again. Yeah, and, and it's just like look. We're atheists over here. We don't believe anything, but this Jon Snow, I mean, um, Ooh, it boy. just it kind of writes itself too. You know, it's it's very one to one to the other one, so it's easy to, for well, people to be jumped in you, in two seconds. What's his uh, What's his last name? Kit uh, Kit Harrington. Uh-huh. Harrington? Uh, have you seen his abs? Of course, he's Jesus. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, he's yeah. that's like uh, gotta get rid uh, of that accent though. <laughs> I'm not doing any accent. No, he does. Oh yes, true. He's got to get rid um, of that accent. It's, it's, it's just terrible. But uh, anyway, speaking of gay things like uh, other dudes' abs, mm. wait till we get to Captain America. Oh, indeed. Not enough <laughs> of them, actually. But anyway, uh, so anything matter. else you've been, you've been hanging uh, on to this week? I felt like I yeah. watched something, but I didn't. I bought DVDs, but I haven't watched them. So <laughs> that's how lazy I've, I am. I've done that recently, too. I'm Maybe just like, I got about a. I got it. I've honest to God, I went and looked at my shelf and said, here's what I have bought, but it, for some wild reason or another, I have not yet watched. I'd have, yep. I'd have a stack of 50, probably. Yeah. Ridiculous. I was there at one point. 
Um, okay, That's true. well, I'll go. I've only seen uh, I've only seen one movie that we're not going to talk about in our two uh, main reviews here. So I'll talk about that. Uh, for some reason, the AMC here that I like to go to that's uh, really, really cheap um, keeps getting booked uh, with really like weird horror movies, right? So I, a couple weeks ago, I went to see that, um, what was it, 13 Cameras, the one about the guy, that uh, the landlord that kills some people or whatever, right? Right. Um, and I talked about this. Well, this week's offering is uh, this movie called Sweet Home. Alabama. Um, not Alabama Damn or it. Home Sweet Home. Oh. Um, but it, so this movie is a uh, Spanish production um, from the producers of uh, of uh, the Wreck films. Okay. Uh, with first time feature director Rafa Martinez at the helm. Uh, Rafa Martinez, from what I can tell online, has basically done a shit ton of movie trailers. Hmm. Um, like editing edit? and marketing wise. Okay. That, that was like where he cut his teeth in the industry. And this is uh, after a couple of shorts and uh, anthology entries. Uh, here, here he is with a feature. And it's a pretty straightforward thriller. Uh, the IMDb line, by the way, is uh, a young real estate broker is planning a romantic meeting with her boyfriend in an old apartment building. Uh, but the couple is forced to fight for their lives when a group of murderers is trying to kill them. Basically, to give a little more depth, what ends up happening is there's... Uh, this apartment building has been bought by a real estate developer, and there is uh, one old guy who refuses to leave his rent-controlled apartment. Is this and, Willie? Is this the plot to Willie Dynamite? Because I think that it is. Uh, well, anyway, what happens is is these two people who are uh, like sneaking into the building, right? Because she has a key. She's like a social worker who's like inspecting the building, making sure it's still safe for the guy to live there. Um, uh, she witnesses uh, this group of guys uh, murdering the old guy, mm -hmm. uh, right, to get him to leave, uh, basically, uh, so that so that the building's free and they can fucking level it or do whatever they want with it, um, like they do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, this movie, like I said, it's pretty straightforward. These uh, two characters, Alicia and uh, Simon, um, they end up trapped here. Simon is uh, British. Uh, Ali is uh, Spanish, and the film is not entirely in Spanish or English. It's kind of both. Well, hybrid um, ones, yeah. Uh, it's it's one of those uh, like co as a consequence of it being an international, uh, mostly European co-production. Um, well, lots it, of different nationalities appear in here. Does it feel like though that like you know the subtitled stuff is there? On account of like, hey, we had to do it in for you. I don't know how. No, 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 no. Uh, so like, when characters are Spanish, they will speak in Spanish to one another. Right. It's so like the old guy and the real estate agent. They speak in Spanish to one another. But when she's speaking to her boyfriend, who is a British character, right? The character is British. Mm -hmm. They speak in English. But that's not subtitled in Spanish. No. Okay. I'm just. No, no, no. I'm no. working out the math. Um, and then, the, like, some of the killers are, like, not Spanish as well, like, from some other... They sound Eastern European. Um, and so when they converse with one another, it's in English as well. Hmm. Um, anyway, uh, it's a pretty solid, um, lean thriller. If uh, if you're into home invasion horror flicks, this one's pretty good. Um, some of the performances are a little shaky, uh, mostly, I don't understand why when they're sneaking around in a completely abandoned building, they're uh, mostly still like talking at full volume. 
um, throughout the film instead of like an obvious whisper. Uh, granted, heightened reality and all that shit. It's but that still, Will Ferrell like, character from SNL. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but if, you know what? If you're if you're like sneaking around from some guy who's two floors above you in an open stairwell. Uh, like, why are you talking and having a full conversation? You know what I mean? Oh, you got to whisper hardcore in a stairwell, man. Yeah. Um, uh, but it, it's good. It's got some uh, solid enough performances. Um, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it enough. I'm going to give it a soft recommend. Uh, I imagine that most people will see this. I know that it's on Amazon uh, for a rental uh, and I'm probably iTunes as well. Um, so that'll probably be most people will not see this thing in a theater. Uh, if it is playing around you, um, I think it's a, you know, I like to support smaller horror films. I want to see more of them in theaters. So, uh, like if it is playing, if it sounds like something you're interested in, uh, you know, go throw like, uh, five or six bucks for a matinee at this thing. If it shows up, um, other than that, that's uh, how we get kooky, crazy things, kids. You got to support it. Yeah. If, uh, if you're, if you're not into this thing, uh, you know, fucking ignore it. Like you probably already have, like you, you probably have skipped or are waiting to get to the point where I stop talking. I'm going to hit sweet. that 32nd button a lot. This yeah. Motherfucker going on. Anyway. So that's what I, that's what I watched this week. Cool. Sweet home, uh, from first time director, Rafa Martinez. Uh, it's only an hour and 20 minutes. It's pretty lean. It's mm. good. Check it out. Very well. All right, let's get into it, kids. Here is the first new release review of the week. Number one movie on planet. Oh, I turned it off before I. Whoa. Planet Earth. I hit the mute button before I hit planet the. Planet Earth. All right, here's the trailer Captain America, Winter Soldier, or, or Civil War. I'm sorry. I'm it is also Winter Soldier. Well, he's in it. That's true. Nice job. We try to save as many people as we can. Sometimes that doesn't mean everybody. But you don't give up. New York. Washington, D.C. Sokovia. Okay, that's enough. Captain, people are afraid. That's why I'm here. We need to be put in check. Whatever form that takes, I'm game. I'm sorry, Tony. If I see a situation pointed south, I can't ignore it. Sometimes I wish I could. Sometimes I want to punch you in your perfect teeth. I know we're not perfect. But the safest hands are still our own. I could do this all day. 
All right, I've run out of patience. On to Ruth! Hey everyone. I mean, it's it's obviously with the visual, it's even better. But man, there's a wonder why people are going to see this. That trailer is epic and awesome, and you don't watch it and just go, "Shit, I gotta go see that thing." Yes. IMDb plotline: Political interference in the Avengers activities cause a rift between former allies Captain America and Iron Man. This is directed by the Russo brothers, uh, written by Marcus and McFeely. And uh, it stars the majority. I got ripped on HMP for saying it stars every Marvel person, and they they you know tore me a new asshole. So it stars a lot of the people you've seen in these Marvel movies. So yeah, notably uh, the big green guy and the, and the god don't show up. They're not there. Other than that, and and Samuel Jackson, that's it. Yes, and he he really was hit. not contractually obligated. Uh, to be in this film, apparently. He was like, motherfucker, I was on the golf course that day. I didn't have time to go down to your little movie set. Show me up and put me in that Black Panther movie. <laughs> Fuck y'all. I was in two episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, I mean, I found time to do that. How about you squeeze a brother in? Anyway. But he wasn't there, so. But we got other brothers in this now, and that's good. <laughs> Um, oh, dude, people are fucking going nuts over uh, Black Panther and also the one uh, one bodyguard that shows up. One bodyguard? What now? Yeah, his. you know his uh, bodyguard from the, uh, oh, fuck, what are they called? The Dora Milaje, is that right? You, is that fucking right? I don't know. I don't know what that is. Hold on. I'm not a very bright how, man. Like, what, actually, I, can't, I can never remember the fucking... Yeah, uh, while he's yeah, like, Dora Milaje, right? Okay. So, so they're the they're the Black Panthers uh, like bodyguard. It's all women uh, who are like badass oh, yeah. warriors who protect the Black Panther, right? And so people are going ape shit online about this woman who uh, shows up uh, right at the end, toward the end of the movie, mm-hmm. where uh, um, or not? It's not toward the end, is it? No, it's a little toward the end, where uh, Black Panther's coming out. Um, and, uh, uh, Natasha is in front of the car mm-hmm. and it's the, it's bodyguard that says move or you will be moved. Yeah. 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 People go, people are going nuts over that woman online, man, about how badass she was in like the one scene. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, so when that movie, uh, like hits and the, the bodyguards are in their full force cause there's no fucking way they're not going to be if they've introduced them in this thing. Yeah. Uh, holy shit. Watch out. See, kids, this is why you got to listen to both HMP and the film find. We didn't talk about that shit. Yeah. So, fucking, you got to listen to both podcasts, man. You're going to get new <laughs> shit over here that you're not going to get over there and vice versa, man. So, yeah, especially when I say fuck. <laughs> A lot of stuff over here that, that doesn't know, get said over there. These things happen. Um, I, I I have to say, uh, I don't know about you, uh, mostly because I haven't listened to HMP yet. Uh, I try not to do it before before we do our shows yeah. whenever there's overlap just because I don't want to just talk about the same shit you guys talk about. Oh, yeah. um, and I want to have just my own thoughts, right? Uh, but um, my favorite fucking part of this movie was Giant Man. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah? I mean, that was like me and my brother. That's like, because he texted me and like, there, it like just like, I guess maybe a day or so after, you know, we saw it and he was just like, Giant Man was fucking great, wasn't he? <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's that fucking great. Well, and the second time I saw it, it was even better because I was like, holy shit, this is so good. It works so well. It's a great joke. 
And I mean, I mean, it's badass, but like, there's so much uh, like humor in it as well that plays yeah. exactly into that character and Paul Rudd's portrayal of him. Part, I mean, honest to God, and it's just like they like knocked out every other character to have a moment. Yeah, of just like holy, holy shit, right? The uh, like uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. has that great line about like, does does anybody else have any uh, strange or fantastic <laughs> powers that uh, have been they've been hiding powers. or something to the last <laughs> yeah, minute? Like, <laughs> like that shit. I don't know. And when just. <laughs> Spider-Man going, holy shit, when it happens. <laughs> I was just like, to me, in a movie like this, we're trying to keep, you know, we're as action-heavy as action-heavy goes in America, uh, uh-huh. but, you know, we try to keep language to a minimum, and even old Cap, I think, has helped us out with that <laughs> throughout these movies. Especially in uh, in Age of Ultron, yeah. where there's a joke about it at Pre- the beginning. Precisely. Uh so I, I like that they give it to the one, the, like the teenage kid, the out of control one who will just kind of let it go. You know, uh-huh. I like that. Because yeah. a lot of people um, just go, oh, look at him. He's a kid and he's saying shit. Isn't that awful? That's a bad thing to teach. Fuck off. Uh, yeah. Those people I will, exist. I will also say uh, another thing that I really liked is uh, like I'm glad that Sharon Carter is getting a little more play in this one because Agent 13 is a pretty uh, badass character. Mm-hmm. Um I also really liked, uh, although I hated, um, and this is a huge spoiler, so like skip five seconds into the future. If it this made $800 million uh, worldwide no, in four no, seconds. Uh, I know, but um, uh, Crossbones, mm-hmm. that shit was badass. I hated how it ended uh, because that character needs to come back, but still, that opening was uh, on fucking point. I mean, he's great. Grillo, like, the funny part is, is like, because people didn't know who Brock Lemelo was, um, right. you know, in that in the first movie. But yeah, when you hear I mean, the, it's you, you you hear you hear Rumlow a couple times. Yeah. And, so you think, and you're like, mm, maybe. Uh, well, I mean, other of us go like, oh, point out to that, where some people just go, who? Like, I don't even know that. I mean, because his face was jacked up. Let's be honest. And right. and Frank Grillo, while a great actor, is not super household name or anything no um that they would even correlate the one guy to the other i mean they it's a quick brief mention of line but if you if you're like you know six months plus uh, you know away from that movie you're not going to remember it right so i mean i just i wonder if people are even going oh that's the guy from the last thing with that i mean even with the short line of dialogue if you can't place it correctly you don't even know who he is yeah, although I do think I mean, that, for dummies, uh, but I think that's also what's so cool about these movies is that they're just like, we're fucking, we know you saw the other ones, we're going to be smart about this, and we're not going to play it all like you're fucking stupid and spell it out to you like you're two. Right. Well, I think that it was also a nice touch that the, that uh, Zemo is uh, kind of downplayed in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, like anybody who reads the comics knows that Zemo is, is like a major Captain America villain, um, frequently antagonizing uh, also frequently uh, in conjunction with uh, the various forms over the years that the Red Skull has taken. Um, so I'm interested to see if, if that character comes back because Lord knows we haven't seen him uh, like full-on Baron mode here. Um, but but I, 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 I don't know. I, I like that it was buried uh, and, and you're kind of left wondering like, oh, that, like the bad guy was this? Yeah, no, I like that. I like that a lot. And it wasn't just like, uh, <clears throat> you know, give him a big title card or nothing like that. You know, yeah, like just win trailers and whatever. Yeah, I I also want to say uh, this movie might be the most successful Avengers movie 
uh, of all of them in that um, almost every fucking character gets full on treatment. Yeah, gets, gets um, pretty. I mean, like, the big ones are the big ones, but all the other ones outside of the, you know, the big just quick handful, the rest of them still get a very even shrift amongst them. Yeah, well, and I and I think that Captain uh, America movie is going to be about Captain America and his villain, so to speak, is Iron Man. So they're going to be mostly in the damn thing. But you know. oh yeah, of course. But but I do right like uh, up till now, kind of secondary players. Although in uh, Winter Soldier, she had a big uh, big role as well. But like Natasha Romanoff here is a total badass mm-hmm. um, and playing the board in a in a spectacular way, manipulation. Uh, backstabbing if you want to call it that um anthony mackie gets some amazing moments oh great uh, I, like like powerful moments funny moments he's got uh-huh. he's got a, he's got a whole range of things man and i and i can't wait to see where the series actually ends up going because uh uh i guess maybe what we should spend a little bit of time and I, did you guys talk about what the ending sort of implies over on hmp this week i don't think we thoroughly went into that Okay, so let's uh, let's go spoiler here for about uh, five ten minutes and and like conclude our review uh, with with this, All right. um, because I think it's very clear that we both liked it. Yeah, it's, like it's fucking amazing. Uh, it it made a ridiculous amount of money. Uh, it, I mean, it's been out for a while internationally, but its worldwide total is already seven hundred thirty seven million, um, which is a fuck ton, uh, <laughs> basically of, of cash. Um, Anyway, uh, so so talking about this ending, right? So the the end of the film, and and not talking about the the uh, post credit stingers, right? But just the end of the film sees uh, Captain America going onto the raft, the super prison, mm-hmm. and uh, freeing uh, Ant Man, um, Clint, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Anthony Backey's character, uh, Sam, right, and uh, and Wanda. Uh, the, the Scarlet Witch, who for some reason is never called Scarlet Witch in any of these movies huh. um, that I've noticed. Correct me if I'm wrong. Send me a fucking tweet I, or something. You know, but, you, you, you may be right. I'm not sure. Sh- but not I've that never I can heard her code name. Yeah, not that I can recollect off the top of my head. No, that's good because everybody was just always calling her Wanda. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in any case, uh, what that sets up to me is like maybe after Infinity War – or whatever those movies end up being retitled, because right. we've been told they're being retitled, right? Um, after that, are we going to get multiple Avengers films happening, where it's like some secret Avengers shit, and then some main team shit? I, I would I would not put that past. I feel that there's something like that. They'll just kind of, you know, East Coast, West Coast it up and uh, figure out, well, because that's what? what I mean, like the Secret Avengers comes out of this kind of tumultuous Civil War registration thing, right? right? Where uh, these are the people who are operating unofficially off the grid, uh, like tactical, right? And it's and it's usually um, like Steve or um, Bucky alongside Black Widow, um, Hawkeye. And a handful of others, which apparently may end up being uh, Falcon and Ant-Man. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's the case, if we can get like a series of uh, like weird spy movies with those characters, yeah. I'm 100% on board. Yeah, uh, that's 
And I think that's kind of where they're aiming, right? Uh, especially since Cap kind of threw down his shield. Um, we ah, know but that we may, Nick but Fury we may, is we still may, kind of persona non grata, which is why he's not in any of this shit. We did, we did make a point on HMP, though, that he threw down his shield, but guess where he went at the end? The only place he could get another one, motherfucker. Well, that's true. Boom. Um, but, you know, like... Uh, <laughs> I know. I don't know. I'm just curious to see where they take it. I, I don't know how they're going to handle Chris Evans' contract or what their plans are with Steve after Infinity Wars. Well, um, I'll, I'll say this. I mean, he was on, I want to say it was Kimmel recently, and basically his words were, you know, I, when, I, when I first, I turned this role down when I was initially offered it, and they offered it to me like two or three times, and it was just like, I don't know, man, there's a nine-picture commitment. Do I really want to do this? What if it sucks? What if I hate it? Do I yeah. want to have to do that? So eventually he obviously reluctantly signed and everything, and now that he's going towards the end of you know his kind of run, if you will, he's basically said, you know, I never thought that I would actually look forward to going to do these movies every year, because as an actor, sometimes, hey, you don't have any work. This one you're going to go to all the time and everything. And it's a pleasurable experience each time. You feel that you've made a good movie and that, you know, and then the movie connects with people, you know? Yep. So it's, it's you know, a, a, a win on all sides and everything. And so he's basically like, hey, look, man, as long as they want to have me, you know, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be there essentially is what he said. Oh, yeah, of course. But uh, I do, I want them to explore other avenues. And I think if they do split off the teams, that that's a good time to try and do it. That's true. Yeah, you could always kind of like, you know, just wane them out a little bit. Right. Well, or just have uh, right because uh, one thing that has to take that has to happen, I think, is that Winter Soldier has to become a leader at some point because that's what kind of redeems him in the comics, and it does happen during the Secret Avengers stuff post Civil War. Right. Uh, and in fact, if like there's the whole assassination of Steve Rogers storyline that and they could go know. into, which I don't know that they'll do, but uh, you know it might work for a film. Um, like Captain America Reborn could just be the title of a film that deals with those issues where Bucky takes up Captain America for the bulk of the movie or some shit. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I'd like to see some of that play out. Uh, I'd eventually like to see Sam Wilson take over as uh, Captain America, as he has done in the comics, um, in tandem now with Steve also being Captain America. Um, just because, uh, I want to, fucking watch people freak out that there's a black Captain America on screen and not just in the comic books. Look, we uh, were okay with the comics. We had um, we, we had our problems with it, but at the end of the day, we left it alone. Yeah. This is where we draw the line. <laughs> Fuck uh, you. It does look like, uh, like Tony Stark uh, will be making a comeback in maybe even his own solo movie again. Uh, that's been something that RDJ has been kicking around, like... Uh, wanting to do a fourth Iron Man film. Yeah, he basically, I think once they got, uh, oh, what's his, the old, you know, Disney honcho over there out of the picture and, you know, if I get... Uh, uh, Perlmuter, right? Yeah. And then yeah. he reports to the head honcho himself. I think that's, I think RJ's, RDJ's butthole kind of loosened up a little bit. It was like, oh, thank God. And well, now I, I can feel free to do this he shit. I finally realized, like, between, between the last Iron Man film, Age of Ultron, and this film, he actually has a lot, and especially this movie, He's got a lot of dramatic shit to chew on a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. Like he's got some real storyline shit that isn't just superhero heroics kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And and now he's, I think, reinvested in the character in some way. 
the other thing that I hope they finally fucking do, and it sounds like they're going to do it, but I'll believe it when they see it. Uh, I hope that there's a fucking Black Widow movie coming in the next leg of these motherfuckers. Yeah, he, yeah, uh, well, Foggy says, uh, says, says it's a committing, good thing, so. in quotes, but, you know, like, uh, we're coming up pretty fucking fast on other things like Captain Marvel mm-hmm. and haven't had a single fucking announcement about it yet. So, as much as true, I'm, you know, we'll see if in 2020 one of those three slots that they have slotted open right now for unnamed quote unquote Marvel movies, right, uh, will be a Black Widow film. But, like, just imagine like a badass Cold War, like actual Cold War thriller that is a Black Widow origin story. Yeah. I mean, I, th- because, I, mean, I think that's. Because she functioned a lot like. Uh, uh, a lot like um, the Winter Soldier for much of the comics career, where like right. she would be brought out as an assassin and then put back away or whatever, right? Not completely frozen. So it's as possible that Natasha, but it's possible that Natasha is much older than anything. And the other thing that I want to bring up on the on the Natasha front, only because like uh, Black Widow is my favorite fucking uh, like Marvel comics. I was say, you're obsessed. It's okay. Uh, in any <laughs> case, one thing that I found really interesting, and I didn't even catch it until this until the second play of the film. Uh, my second time sitting through Civil War, uh, and uh, maybe you guys caught this over on, on HMP. Uh, maybe Bruce caught it. I don't know. Uh, in Agent Carter, mm-hmm. the uh, one of the uh, super assassins that Peggy tangles with is Dottie. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, st- uh, Bucky and Steve reminisce about a red-haired girl named Dot. Hmm. They grew up with, right? That would have been around the same time. Yeah. And so I'm wondering if there's a family connection because we know that that character in in uh, Agent Carter was a Red Room agent. Mm-hmm. And I do wonder if Natasha has some kind of connection there mm. in in the MCU. I don't know, but it's an interesting uh, confluence given that so many things don't directly play off of one another in the films and TV shows, but agent Carter specifically ties much more into the universe than, uh, any of the other shows. That's true. Uh, and so I find it very odd that that's a common name between both of them. One set, uh, in a time period where that person would have been roughly their same age, mm-hmm. uh, versus, uh, them talking about it now in, uh, civil war. I don't know. It might be nothing, right? It could be just coincidence. I know there were plenty of fucking Dorothys and Dots and whatever the fuck, but still. Dot, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Motherfucker, they're everywhere. Yes, indeed. Uh, uh, so I think I've blathered on enough about this no, shit. No, but here's the thing. Good on you, and again, I will restate that statement again. This is why you listen to both HMP and the film Find. That's, we did not even, not even close. Uh, so anyway. But very good, though. For me... Hard fucking recommend. I love this movie. Uh, I've seen it twice. I'm going to go see it at least once more. I might try to go see it in IMAX 3D once I get a little bit of cash. If it's still uh, in IMAX 3D, which it looks like it's going to be for a couple more weeks. Yeah, they're probably be there for a little bit. For a couple more weeks. What's uh, it? What's the deal? Uh, opening up there. I feel like there's something towards the end of the month. What am I thinking of? Uh, oh, X Men. X Men. Oh, well, it's the week after the thing. Yeah, so, that, so that'll so be the that'll, next one. The 22nd or whatever the fuck, right? Yeah. So two weekends from now. But uh, we'll see. Um, 
that's all I have to say. Uh, I think I think we know where you stand. I will see it again. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I put it as a a, a um, Dick Grayson on the on the thing, man. I just I love the snot out of it. I've only seen it once so far, but I guarantee you I will see it at least once more, probably twice, um, and enjoy it just as darn well much. But uh, if I don't, I'll re- I'll read uh, we at the end of the last show on every year. We just kind of say, hey, is there anything we want to look back at the year and just go like, who made a mistake on that? And then we can change it there. But that's the only time I'll change it. Otherwise, top of the top. All right, All right. <laughs> let's uh, let's get to it. Here is release uh, new release almost for for some of you, but it's out now. Well, it's it's out. It's VOD right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, in and it's been out in the UK for like six months or some I was shit. About to say they've had it on DVD for <laughs> fucking eight years. All right, yes. here is the trailer <laughs> for uh, High Rise. For all its inconveniences. Lang was satisfied with life in the high-rise, ready to move forward and explore life. How exactly? He had not yet decided. I'm so sorry. I'll survive. I thought you were empty. I just moved in. You're an excellent specimen. Why don't you come up later and have a drink? You don't know how things work around here, do you? I'm a fast learner. You built all this. I put all my energies into this time, but I am the architect of my own accident. Is that a horse? Probably. On the 40th floor. Your husband appears intent on colonizing the sky. And who can blame him when you look at what's going on at street level? How's the high life? Prone to fits of mania, narcissism, and power failure. We pay the same charges as the top floors. We want our fair share of the power. Things would be better if we could afford to move to a higher floor. I think we should be prepared to meet moderate resistance. The ones who are the real danger are the self-contained types like you. Perhaps you're right. What are you doing? What are you doing in there? Teething problems. Building's still settling. Does it seem odd that a man can fall from the 39th floor and not one police car turn up? Where's the sirens? What have you got there? A kaleidoscope. What can you see through that thing? The future. That was the trailer for High Rise, our uh, mm-hmm. second new release review of the week. And I know what some of you are thinking. Man, they just like, they like, they made it all incomprehensible and like things are going on and like just wonky wonky for the trailer. Not really. No? Uh, not really, man. Uh, here's the IMDb plotline. <laughs> this is something, man. Life for the residents of a tower block begins to run out of control. Yeah, that's yeah. the. I mean, that is the actual. It's plot it's not that wrong. Uh, directed by Ben Wheatley. Um, uh, written. I forget the old shucks. The J.G. Ballard did the novel. Amy and Jump. Amy Jump and and I believe Ben Wheatley uh, gets some sort of credit of like on the film you get uh, nothing 
uh, as writer. But Amy Jump did the adaptation of the J.G. Ballard novel, uh, the, the, uh, the screenplay. Starring Tom Hiddleston, uh, Jeremy Irons, Sienna Miller, Luke Evans, uh, Elizabeth Moss, uh, James uh, Purefoy. There's a shitload of people in this, man. Uh-huh. More people. Shitload. More people. There's a guy named Enzo. I always like that for an Italian man. Yes. Um, <laughs> how do we even describe this thing? So it like, all right, do you know, like, I haven't, I've never read anything about this. I don't know. I haven't read any long reviews or anything from uh-huh. anybody. So like, if there's like kind of a said in this kind of thing through this sort of deal and that thing and the other kind of talk, I haven't heard it. Uh, so, so basically this film is, uh, it's highly metaphorical, like, uh, most of J.G. Ballard's work. Um, if you guys have ever seen anything, uh, that was based on his, uh, novels, it was probably, uh, I mean, I'd say Crash, uh, which is awesome, but probably not. Um, but, uh, Empire of the Sun is probably the thing that most people have seen that was based on a J.G. Ballard novel. Mm -hmm. Um, Although Cronenberg's Crash is also, uh, you know, a uh, fucking weird-ass metaphorical uh, romp where people have sex with, uh, like, car crash injuries. Yeah. Not um, the ones, not not the crash that won an Oscar for Best no, Picture, No, the good crash. The uh, one that, that was good sense. that people yes. ignore. Uh, so here, High Rise is, it's, a, it's again, it's a metaphor uh, for, uh, basically, it's class struggle. Yeah. Uh, Right? Top floor, yeah. more perks. Bottom floor, fewer perks. Uh, shit treatment, uh, power failure, all kinds of stuff, right? Um, and, and that's, that's uh, like, what's going on here. Uh, it, it, is a, it is a good old-fashioned metaphorical cautionary tale, although I'm not sure that anybody learns anything. But at the same time, too, now, you correct me if I'm wrong. What what's uh-huh. what's well tell me what's the what's the time period of this movie? It's the seventies. That's what I thought. Okay, I'm just so I'm not crazy. Yeah, so the novel the novel is uh, set in the seventies, and uh, they they went ahead and just set the movie in the seventies as well. Okay. Um, although Which I you know, liked, I liked like a lot. Ultra modern sleekness to it. True, true. It's just like what you would imagine the most awesome looking way of the seventies would look. Kind of yes. Deal. It's like they never really yeah. look like that, but that's what in your imagination they look like. Right. And, and you know, like uh, fucking set design is amazing. Uh, costumes are awesome. Yeah, this is a uh, gorgeous looking movie. It yeah. Is, it, is, it is just, uh, just beautiful. The, very beautiful like getting at. all of those cars to fill that parking lot must oh, have taken a, nightmare. a lot of time, right? Um, uh, so the film's gorgeous. And obviously a lot of time went into it. And, and I know that critical opinion is also divided on this film as to uh, kind of it's either uh, great or it never coalesces and is a bunch of rubbish. Hmm. Um, and we'll kind of suss out where we stand on this, I guess. But uh, I, I, I kind of want to talk uh, just to begin with about the performances in this movie, mm-hmm. because that's really where I think a lot of the meat is on the bones. Um, first off, the core of the film is Tom Hiddleston's character. Right. He even opens us up with a little bit of narration and everything, so you know this is our guy. Yes, although he does not stay the focus throughout the entire film. Sure. Um, so where do you fall on the performances here, Adam? It's weird. Uh-huh. Um, this This movie has so many... 
because like it's weird. To, I'm like I don't even know if I can talk about the story per se, but I mean I want to talk about how it made me feel, and this is yeah, weird. I think that's how we have to talk about it. Uh, because this like it felt like so much stuff put together. It was just like it felt like a fucking you know Tarantino gets you know labeled as it, but just like the the DJ of the like check these kind of styles and movie moments out, uh, and, and stylistic things going in there because like I saw like everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, from like kind of a very almost Kubrick esque sort of stuff to um, oh, what's his face there? The guy who did um, his name was just on my fucking face two seconds ago. The guy that did House of the Devil, Ty West. Ty West, yeah. So there's a little Ty West kind of stuff in there. There's the very synthy eighties stuff that kind of or, you know seventies eighties sort of eras music going on and everything. It's um, it's the the production design is just very very unique and. Uh, like I said, it is that throwback style, but with a like that modern twist and everything. It's a bizarre movie. I, I don't, and that's the thing. It's like that's the toughest for me in this whole review. Is I, I want to go, hey, I like it, or hey, I hate it, and I just don't know. Yeah, I uh, we were talking uh, earlier. Like I, I really do think this is a movie I have to sit back down with again. Like again, like like I'll probably try and go see this in a theater this weekend. Mm-hmm. And just to kind of let it wash over me in a different way that's not necessarily on my computer screen. Right. right. Uh, but uh, the performances here, like uh, like Tom Hiddleston, I think this is the best thing I've ever, like the best I've ever seen him. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, uh, he, he's completely immersed. It's a weird, odd performance that you will never see him in like a mainstream thing of a performance like this. Um, and the same thing kind of goes for uh, Luke Evans. Uh, as Wilder, I just thought he was fucking great. I mean, I really like Luke Evans um, and Elizabeth Moss. Uh, but I, I don't know. I just thought, like, the performances here, along with the production design, are enough to keep me flowing through what's going on in the movie, even though it kind of has this odd vignette-like structure to it, um, where you're getting a snapshot of this thing and a snapshot of this thing and then this event that happens, right? I mean... Uh, there's a point in this film where, like, uh, the internal society. So, so the high rise itself is a microcosm, right? Uh, it has its own supermarket, its own right. Uh, it's everything so right? awesomely weird. And Judge Dredd, I didn't put that in there. That's also <laughs> yeah. a little Judge Dredd um, action. And Judge Dredd's in there. Uh, I, I believe that uh, Dredd was set just across the way. Um, it but, looks very uh, Dread-esque when it, because of those high rises and stuff and the way they're kind of designed. It is it's that kind of Dread. Well, I mean, it's of. it's very 1970s yeah. uh, ultra futuristic modernism, right? Yeah. Like everybody, right? And it's going to be this microcosm, right? I mean, that, like that's where it comes from in Judge Dredd. Dredd was just era. dirtier. Uh, yeah, of course, right? It, it's, just, it's a well, it's a well later in the it, is, it is dirtier then, right? Like in the time of Dread, but you know, True. before then, it was beautiful. Right. And, and so you don't sweep up every fucking hundred couple years, you assholes. Right. But, but, but what I was getting at here is there is a moment of time in this film where like in the course of about five minutes, basically a montage, uh, the internal society of this high rise just starts to completely collapse and turn into nothingness. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and there's no like major event that predicates it. Uh, although, you know, there are these small things that keep building up and building up and building up leading into that little five minutes. Um, and then all of a sudden, like the market's not stucked and Tom Hiddleston's down there having a fist fight over a can of paint. <laughs> and, uh, 
just it's fucking chaos, right? And the, like the rich people are trying to like rip off the poor people and throw better parties than they can because they're rich and like they have to have some pride or whatever the we'll fuck. We'll show those poor people. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, like I'll go on record and say I, I, I'll, I'll shy, I'll uh, shy on the side of like it. I liked it. Oh, I, I liked it too. I'm a big uh, fan of Ben Wheatley. I mean, this is the guy that made uh, the Kill List and Sightseers and uh, a Field in England. Um, uh, this movie is is very very good, and I do want people to go and see it. Um, it's just I can't really explain what in the fuck plot wise happens. Yeah, it's it's in the, in do. the last. 30 or 40 minutes of this thing. I, like as a metaphor, it's very clear. It ends on like a portion of a fucking Margaret Thatcher speech for fuck's sake. Right. And we all know, what does that mean? Uh, yeah. yeah what is, <laughs> That's got uh, something to do with, uh, with, with the Mayflower. Well, it has to do with the, uh, fucking collapse of the world economy looming in the future. Right. Well, that's it. I'm out. Uh, anyway. Um, so, so like as a, as a metaphorical film, I think this movie's very upfront um, but I think that a lot of viewers will find themselves uh, also kind of frustrated that this is not just a story about Lang. Uh, I mean, yes, we follow him through his mental breakdown as he encounters all of these characters, right? Charlotte, played by Sienna Miller, uh, who's kind of like this manipulative person that lives on the floor above him. So bizarre Jeremy seeing Irons. her all like brunette and stuff. Because What's she, that? I, I don't know. I guess I got used to looking at her blonde and stuff. Uh-huh. So back to Brute, and it's like, okay, well, it's, it's like, you look different. And who's like, who is that? Oh, I see. You <laughs> um, wore a disguise, you actor, you. But, uh, like, you know, in the in the way that he's manipulated by uh, Jeremy Irons, uh, who plays Royal, the, the architect of the building, um, uh, who, of course, lives on the top floor. I like has how the architect private. is the highest one. I thought that was kind of a neat, interesting concept. I don't know why. It's just like um, of all people that we're holding of the highest of esteem and put it at the top of the list is it's the guy who who put us here, I guess. Well, it's because of uh, oh, shit. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is where he got it uh, from this novel, but it's like completely not credited. But um, uh, what's it's the name of the fucking uh, high rise building that functions the same way in uh, Romero's Land of the Dead, right? Nakatomi Plaza. Uh, it's not Nakatomi. <laughs> That's <laughs> all it, I got. Right? Like, like uh, um, Dennis Hopper's character in that film uh, conceived of and designed the place, and he has the penthouse. He's the most powerful person in the thing. Uh, I'm fairly certain that this novel, High Rise, was uh, like an inspiration for that social structure. Mm-hmm. Um, although there's nothing like extremely novel about it given in like dystopian science fiction, right? Um, I was looking to see how much this thing costs. I can't find it. Uh, is it is it listed anywhere? That's what it costs. It's not on IMDb, at least. I'll tell you that. Let's see if it's on Box Office Mojo. But that's that's what to me this thing. I'm like I'm really curious because it couldn't it, have cost it, that much. I mean, it looks, looks great. Really but like, good though. That's why I'm just kind of curious as to what. I mean, if I was to venture, I'd say with the talent involved, twenty, thirty. I oh, don't know. Yeah, I think you're looking in the twenty, thirty. Sound about right. Range. But I mean, they did a damn good job with. I mean, that is like that's stretching a dollar and using the CG and stuff, and it, I, I, it looked gorgeous. And and it comes together, I think, uh, like as a really darkly funny movie. Um, yeah, it's, like it, there it, there are 
profound moments of uh, like like dark humor in this thing, um, as well as just like complete horror, like completely horrific moments as well. Um, because society fucking collapses in this in this movie, and when it collapses, things get real fucking bad, really fucking quick. <laughs> that's the that's the thing. It was for me. It was just like, oh, this escalated quickly, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, in five minutes in a montage. <laughs> Well, um, see, well, I mean, it, but the montage didn't seem like it was, you know, four years. Uh, yeah, of course, right? But but I don't think it would have been, right? There were already problems getting. Uh, yeah, it was just the a, supermarket stocked, and um, there was just pressure on that stick, and it was just waiting to just just go. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I'll, I'll recommend it. I'm gonna go see it again. Uh, Back Alley Film Series is bringing it here to Charlotte. Uh, for a one night event, uh, so I'm gonna go see it on the big screen because I just I think I'm gonna be in town then. I'm not sure. I'm gonna talk about where I might be if I'm not there uh, okay. by the end of the show. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm like I like this well, enough. I'm gonna go see it again. So and I'm gonna go pay more money to see it again. So yes, same here. Uh, I think everybody should see this movie. You may hate it. I liked it. Yeah. I'm gonna fall pretty firmly on the I like this thing. Um, yeah, it's fucking artsy, pretentious nonsense. But it's so. But it's also like, like very yeah, throwbacky and stuff mm-hmm. too, which is like because it is. And there's a little bit of trippiness to it. Yeah. In various moments. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, go see this fucking movie. Yeah, I was pretty yeah. goddamn good. I was I was excited about seeing it. I'm happy to go see it again. Precisely, same thing here. All right, so uh, next week, uh, you know, look. You can only have one Captain America Civil War per year. I think, I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, there's usually moratorium. Once you've done one, you can't have another one come out right after it? Uh, yeah. No, okay, that's right, because there's no. only one Civil War. So, you know, you're like, I know, you're like, what am I going to do next week? That's right, <laughs> a George Clooney movie. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to go see uh, Money Monster, and I got to say, I'm excited for this. Uh, Jodie Foster um, is directing again, and uh, it's good. Yes. I think it looks very... I think it looks good, too. We're also going to see uh, Darkness. The Darkness. Now, this is the one that we were talking about, because like you described, you're like, hey... It's got a bad a- title, which is also the title of another Haunted House horror movie from years ago that stars... Uh, Anna Paquin. Anna Paquin. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember seeing that in the uh, Hollywood video when I was living in uh, Florida. Um, yeah, and that and that one's not very good. Oh, sorry, that one was just called Darkness. But still, it's the fucking thing. It was also before it was released. The others, uh, like uh, production title, was uh, the Darkness. Darkness will fall upon this podcast here to <laughs> next week. I yeah. Don't know. Uh, not dankness. Dankness. Some dankness. Not dankness. Why not? Uh, some of that. So we got Money Monster. We'll probably throw in a little uh, something else in there, too. We'll kind of iron that out when uh, when would do. Uh, but until... Well, oh, hold on. I'm, well, I'll I'll go into mine before we'll, and we'll, and we'll tag up with you because I got some stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so, guys, uh, if you haven't heard over on Hero Movie Podcast, uh, Preacher Podcast is coming up soon. Matt's going to be on the show, plus the guys yep. from HMP. We're all coming together, and we're going to review Preacher. And uh, so big news has come down. Uh, Sean Keenan and I will be uh, attending the premiere in uh, New York City. And uh, so we're going to see it a couple days before it heads out and everything, and we'll give a review and all this other kind of stuff. And uh, I think it's going to be interesting. It's a hell of a trip. I, I couldn't believe it, to be honest with you, because, like, 
Um, you know, we'd put out the podcast itself. It had like, you know, one kind of the intro episode that we did and then like a little bit of edit from a show Bruce did just kind of mm-hmm. pared down a touch. And then, uh, and you know, and the website and as shitty as that website is, cause it's completely unfinished by any small stretch of the imagination. Yeah. We should get on that soon. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Hey, look, if I was good at it, I'd, I'd have done it by now. Uh, but no, so, yeah, so if you can if you can design websites or can at least, you know, fuck around with a Wix website so it looks halfway goddamn decent, uh, the film find at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, so we're going to be, like, from that, we just got somebody who was uh, a coordinator from this thing of uh, stuff, and they're like, hey, uh, do you want... Actually, first, we got invited first, actually. I'll put it this way. We got invited first... And uh, so we were like, hey, go up. And then, you know, you went onto this website, bought the tickets and stuff like that. Because I think they were just like, oh, these fans, they like the thing. They're doing a thing. Let's do it. And I happened to, uh, I was just like, I told her, I said, hey, man, so thanks for uh, sending us the email and everything. Uh, You know, we live down in Charlotte, but we'll totally be there. Uh, And I was just like, is there somebody that we could talk to that maybe like, you know, because we have this podcast coming up and everything. We want to know if there's anybody, if we can maybe snag an interview or something like that. So we can have something kind of cool and exclusive to uh, put on the podcast. Uh, But he was just like, so he emailed back and he was like, no, 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 that's uh, unfortunately they're going to be up on stage and that's going to be it. There'll be no real interviews scheduled or anything like that. And I was like, cool. And and he was basically said, "Um, so do you guys want press passes? So uh, we're actually going to be there as a press, man. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, we're going to be pretending to be pretenders. Unless the seats that I bought are better, then I'm going to go to the seats that I bought. So, <laughs> And I'm going to say it here now, just so just so if anyone sees me. That sometimes it, happens. But. If someone sees me in New York and I am at that thing and I'm in row M and everything, if you see the seat beside me, I didn't buy it because I was fat. I bought it to put a backpack in. So fuck you. Uh <laughs> I don't know yep, why, but I did. Really. I did. I bought two things because I'm like, I'm going to be carrying around a thing because I'm going to be walking around the city. So I've just got to have a place to put it. And if you've ever been on the end of rows, because I want to be at the end rows because they're going to do a Q&A at the end with Rogan and uh, uh, Garth Ennis and, you know, uh, what's his fuck there? Mm-hmm. Stark. <laughs> uh, he's So they're all going to be up there doing a big Q&A thing. So I got an aisle seat because I want to jut down to see if I can ask a question and stuff and get it on the old podcast. Uh, so we'll be doing Preacher Podcast. So PreacherPodcast.com, go to iTunes, Stitcher, all that kind of good stuff. It's all in there, so uh, go ahead on that. And, of course, the uh, Hero Movie Podcast, HeroMoviePodcast.com. Uh, there uh, we talk about Captain America. So if you want to hear that talk for uh, probably about an hour and a half almost, uh, head on down there and do that. Matt, where can we find Where can you find me? Where can we find Online? you? Where can you find me? I don't know. Yes. Uh, at Matt underscore... Boyd underscore Smith. Fair enough. On Twitters. On the tweets. Just follow me in the tweets. Don't 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 not follow him on the tweets, kids. It's entertaining in one way or the other. You may not be you may not like all of it, but it's gonna be entertaining. That's actually more for my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't. You don't do anything. I'm not playing this song. What's this song? I don't want this. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out I'm trying to turn it uh alright, then we'll do this. Alright, so uh, I was trying to do this way earlier, but the uh, Fucking Apple Music wouldn't work right. Uh, so, well, you know, has it stolen all your music off your computer? No, all that. Those things are overplayed. I was I listened to Mac Break Weekly and they were talking about some of the stuff that was going on. So it's not as bad as all that. But I don't do match. I don't like have a big CD collection at least in my laptop or anything. So it doesn't really affect me that way. Also, but I am a subscriber. Your fucking I? files, assholes. Yeah, back- get an external hard drive and put all that shit on there. Uh, why would I want to do in that? a separate file that is not a fucking uh, uh, time machine file? 
and put it in a, and put it in a fireproof box. So if your house burns down, you got pictures of your kids and shit, you fucking retards. Come on. Get with it. I don't know why I'm yes. so mad at these people. <laughs> well, I don't know why you called them retards. I don't either. They're just idiots. Just felt like, okay, they're just, well. They're just really stupid people. <laughs> really dummy dumbs. All right, that's it. I'm done. All right, Matt, uh, that's it. We're gone. Uh, okay. Bye, everybody. Get thing, and then we'll be right back. Yeah. happened was that as we're just trying to go out here i'm sitting in this chair uh-huh this one i got from ikea a while back it was cheap as right. one might imagine um but it is hard on the ass like you wouldn't believe <laughs> and i'm like i'm like my ass is like seizing up here while i'm trying because i can't i'm like i'd stand up but the mic is not going to go that high but I'm just like, oh, oh, hold on. Not thoughts or words or hmm, okay. But I'm okay now. I stood up and walked around and I'm okay. We're all gonna survive. <sighs> What's the other movie that we what we're thinking about seeing? This is for the people who care about this stuff. The eye. What's it called? The eye of the something or other. What? What's the other fucking movie that we were talking about before the show? The eye of the something or other. Evil eye. What the fuck was that called? I don't fucking remember am what I you're talking about. Am I insane? That is a thing, right? That, that was coming out? No, no, Eye well, in the Sky? Eye in the Sky. There you go. That's the ticket. That thing? Okay. <laughs> the, the evil eye. <laughs> I got the word eye right. That's what I was looking for. I was just like, eye. Well, I knew there was an eye in the thing, and I'm just like, uh, it's not a high spy. That's not that. Um. Yeah, I'm, I might try to go see that. There's also, uh, here in Atlanta, we have this weird-ass, uh, like, um... Indian horror film about vampires and possession or something. What? Yeah. That only think sounds I think amazing. I'm going to go see that. What's it called? Yeah. Uh, so did you just see that uh, one of the big things that came out today um, news-wise was that uh, I don't know how many people out there know this. I, I'm sure you've seen something about it. But uh, Warner Brothers, of course, um, has this great idea. To have like uh, this uh, Godzilla King Kong universe. Why, Lord only you know? knows. Uh, I mean, you know, they've ever since Godzilla was a hit in uh, two years ago now, right? This has been a thing that, that they've been planning. Uh, so, um, uh, of course, Kong Skull Island comes out next year, right? That'll be the prequel, which oddly enough has Tom Hiddleston and like Brie Larson and, and John Goodman in it. And 
Uh, I don't know. I'll see it. I don't give a fuck. I thought Godzilla was good. Uh, Kong Skull Island and Godzilla 2 are both written by the same writing team. Hmm. Um, and uh, and we know that uh, what's his name is uh, up for directing Godzilla 2 as well. Uh, yeah, Gareth Edwards, Edwards right? Um, but finally what they did is uh, they, they adjusted uh, Godzilla's date, Godzilla 2's date, uh -huh. um, from uh, June of 2018 to March of 2019. Hmm. Um, That's a good time for it, though. Uh, yeah, well, it's getting it away from the next Transformers movie, which has a 2018 June release. Yeah, um, probably a good idea. Uh, so they've set that, and then they've set a date finally for the uh, Godzilla vs. Kong uh, and all the way out in 2020. This is what uh, this is what movie studios do now is they set shit four years in advance <laughs> um, publicly so that when their fucking planned universes collapse uh, because they uh, that's are the not most asinine Marvel thing comics. to me in the world. What's Mar that? That's the most asinine thing to me to uh, that it, like to me ever is that they're just going like, hey, we have the hubris to know four years out everything that we're going to do is going to knock it out of the fucking park. No, the fuck you don't. And well, like, I mean, look what happened to Sony. All those fucking uh, Spider-Man plans flew yeah. out the fucking window real quick after Amazing Spider-Man Two sucked and nobody liked it. They were just like, "Hey, so I mean, they they had all that shit, right? There was going to be the Secret Six movie. There was going to be a Spider-Man mm -hmm. Three. There was going to be Venom. There was going to be uh, another Secret Six I mean, movie. Drew, some shit. I don't fucking well, what's know. His, what's his face, man? From uh, uh, from Daredevil, one of the producers there. I forget the cat's name off the top of my head. Like he left Daredevil to go over to do that Spider-Man movie. Yeah. So. I mean, people thought that was going to be the the sinister. That they thought that was going to be a thing, and it did oh, not. Yeah. So I mean, big big times were. I just we live in a but weird I, but age, man. I do man. think that I do think that like basing uh, an entire franchise off of the success of like the, like four years in advance, off of the success of a movie that was already that is already two years old. Yeah. You're not. Uh, you're not really. Fr well, it's not. And it was it only one, right? Like, what happens if Kong Skull Island is is a bomb? Right. Exactly. You, you just, can't. Do you go ahead like with? I mean, they're going to do Godzilla too, but then like, do you go ahead with Godzilla Kong? The Jerky Boys and and Oscar Schindler in Schindler's List two, cranking on you. <laughs> I just like like let's take one thing that was really good. Hey, this other one sucked balls, but let's throw it in there anyways. Why not? No, yeah. you, I, I, that's a that's such a weird gamble. But I think also at the same time, you know what? I wouldn't uh, be surprised by if this is kind of like a studio thing. Like they say, look, you have to do these. Ultimately, they don't say this, but ultimately, it's to show who the fuck we can blame when shit fucks up. Uh -huh. So if you go to like, hey, here's all the stuff that we good, and you have a you know one or two films that screw the pooch, then you could go, well, look what Gary fucking said we should do. He laid all this shit out like Gary knows what the fuck he's talking about. Gary's an idiot. And yeah. see how Gary fucked this all up? Let's get rid of Gary. And then Gary's gone, and then they go on to do the same fucking charade again. Well, there was a really good uh, like rundown of this in, a, in an article recently. Um and uh, I don't know. Maybe I can find track it down, and you can throw it up in the show notes on the on the filmfind.com. Um, but there there was this article uh, basically asking like, are studios even sure that that uh, that viewers want connected universes? 
Yeah, I mean, just because Marvel's knocked it out of the park doesn't mean it, it. you can A, do it, or B, people even want to see it from you. Yeah, it, it is literally the only example of it that is successful. Yeah. Nothing else is even more than two films into it. And, I mean, WB's is off to a rocky start with their DC shit. And they're looking right? at each other like, look how, look, at, we're just like them. It's like, mm. they're They're already rethinking that shit. Like like dropping some titles and scrambling around and moving other things, I'm right? Part, shocked. Uh, and uh, I don't know. It's just an interesting read. Like, like why is this what they think everybody wants if it only has worked with one thing and there's no indication that every movie needs to be interconnected for people to want to see them? People, I mean, studios are just, I mean, they look, they've never been smart people. Uh, look, I know it's all trend. <laughs> look, it's all trends. It I, is all trends. I saw a graph that goes like this hockey stick over here. Might as well try to see if I can duplicate said hockey stick on my side of the board. Indeed. So I don't know. Anyways, new stuff all coming right, next well, week. Uh, Peace, bitches. Yep. See ya. <laughs>